All right, everybody, welcome to Drinking and Mo's. YouTube, as always, like, subscribe, all that good shit, because that YouTube algorithm's a pain in the butt. Most places you can find your podcasts, as always, leave a review and all that. Today, I'm excited to have with me once again, Steve, promoter of Warrior Wrestling, getting ready for Friday Night Lights as of recording this a week from Friday on the 30th, right? Correct. Friday, June 30th. It's Warrior Wrestling 30 on the 30th. That, hey, funny how that one worked out and Friday Night Lights as it's being advertised out in the the, the football field, right? Right there. Correct. Right there. And it would, you guys have been here before at the at the field and then you've done quite a few shows at this school correct this is actually where warrior wrestling started um i'm actually i just finished uh, a, a decade as principal of marion catholic high school and we started um the, the, the whole promotion there at Marion in May of 2018 was our first show. And so with me moving on, I'm moving on to a different role, working with other schools now. This is going to be our final show at Marion Catholic. So I'd have to go back and count. But out of the 30 we've done, I would say at least half of them, uh, maybe closer to 20 of them, were at Marion Catholic. And so this will be the final one in Chicago Heights at Marion. And we're going back, as you mentioned, to something that we did during the pandemic, which is doing it outdoors in the football stadium under the lights. We call it Friday Night Lights. It is a, a festival atmosphere, a picnic atmosphere. It's really something unique that uh, has a whole different flavor or feel than attending a wrestling show indoors. So we loved it during the pandemic. So we're bringing it back. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember, I think... Some of those shows were some of the ones that actually got me introduced to Warrior Wrestling when I was first getting into trying to watch different promotions from all over. I'm like, okay, that is very unique. And, you know, when it comes to professional wrestling, whether it be independence or national, uniqueness is some kind of few and far between anymore. So when you get a, a concept like the, the Friday Night Lights shows, very cool to see. And you guys got a pretty damn solid lineup when it comes to this card coming up on the 30th. Yeah. So that's, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Unique is rare and unique is also important. And so we've always tried to be something different so that when you come to a warrior show, it feels like something different than when you're going to other shows, not necessarily better, but different. So there are other great shows out there you can attend, but when you come to warrior, it should feel like a warrior wrestling show and it should feel different and unique from anything else. Oh, definitely. And one match we'll get started off with here. That, you know, if anybody that has watched any of the past Warrior shows when this guy made his Warrior debut, you know that he's going to pull off some stuff that is going to make a unique presentation for, I mean, any of the shows that he's been on, really. But this one in particular, at the football stadium, under Friday Night Lights, the Kingo versus... And Correct me if I'm wrong pronouncing this guy's name, Gabriel Fuerza, mm -hmm. the Warrior Wrestling Lucha Champion, Gringo Loco. 
holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and that's our goal, right? That's the re the reaction, the response we want when people see the lineup on a Warrior show. Um, so we've had Vikingo obviously several times now. He debuted with us in South Bend in January. He was at Talia Hall in downtown Chicago in February. He was with us in March in Grand Rapids. And now for the fourth Warrior show in a row, he is with us back in Chicago Heights. He actually won the Warrior Lucha title in January, yeah. defended it in February, lost it in triple threat to Gringo in March. And now he's yeah. going back for it. So it's Gringo and Vikingo who have torn up the ROH tapings oh, and, and yeah. faced each other all over the country country for GCW and other promotions. And then also Gabriel Fuerza. So Fuerza is a guy born in Mexico, raised in Canada, absolutely incredible athlete, incredible luchador. And one of the things that we try to do at Warrior is bring in the names that you know, but also some names you don't know that you're going to know, like you alluded to earlier. And we think yeah. Gabriel Fuerza is one of those guys. This match is going to be bonkers. And if you like incredible action, get a ticket and get out of that football field because it's going to oh, be pretty cool. Boy. I'm like extremely jealous of anybody getting to <laughs> attend this one. The timing right now, I wouldn't be able to make it myself as much as I want to because sure. I can only imagine right now, I remember, and it's been alluded to on Warrior social media about one of the past Friday Night Light show where. Uh, Joey Janela doing a little bit of something, something off of the goalpost there on the football field. I can only imagine this match in particular, somebody's going to do something involved. There's going to be yeah. some crazy diving off of something. Yeah, it, it might be, right? Like, that's one of the things that makes the stadium unique is that there's so much more to play with in different ways. And Vikingo loves to jump off of things. He also loves to do crazy stuff in the ring. And now he's got a whole playground uh, of things to work with. So I don't know what will happen, but I'd imagine it will be can't miss. Oh, most definitely. I know I've had the pleasure of getting to see Vikingo at a AEW show. I believe it was the night that he went up against Kenny Omega in kansas city oh my was, gosh you were there i was there holy oh, no. crap that was amazing i i can't imagine yeah i mean that that match was just unbelievable the stuff that he did the crowd was on fire how are your seats oh uh, the the seats were they, they were good i mean they weren't extremely close but hey i gotta go to a AEW show getting to see the kingo versus kenny omega i mean I'm not going to complain too much. Darn right, buddy. That's awesome. I'm so happy you were there in person. Oh, man. And that, that, oh, that flip dive onto Kenny onto the table where it looked like his head hit the, the ring apron. And oh, then he just bounced back up like nothing happened. I'm like, God damn. Now, moving on, we got former guests in this match. Jordan Cross going up against Storm Grayson. Now, Jordan Cross has had his bit of a luck streak. Yeah. Or, you know, he's been doing pretty good. But, you know, we got Storm Grayson here, part of FTC LLC. And, I mean, we know, as we'll get into a little later, Frank the Clown's going to have his grubby little hands on a match a little later, but 
you know, his cronies in FTC LLC. It, you know he's going to be somewhere having his grubby little hands on this one, too. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. Anytime you see that group of guys, they're like, uh, it's like ants or cockroaches. If there's one of them, they're all around somewhere. And yeah. um, so that is going to be interesting because, like you said, you know, Jordan is undefeated in main roster at Warrior Wrestling. And he's had this incredible lucky streak, so much so that we're calling him the luckiest man in wrestling. And now he's going up against the guys who will do anything to win. And the guys who will do anything to screw other people over. So now his he, his lucky streak has helped him defeat uh, larger competitors, big name competitors, monster competitors. Now the question is, can he defeat dirty competitors? Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out. I mean, it's been his leak. Yeah, words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> but his uh, luck streak, I mean, like you said, bigger competitors he had beast man that he did amazing with he big name competitors ec3 so it's like hmm we'll we'll see i have full confidence in him but it's it's gonna be a little tricky for him this time that is the well you have a way of picking the perfect word tricky is the is the exact right word it's going to be tricky not necessarily more difficult because jordan has had very difficult challenges but it's going to be trickier oh yeah and yeah you know, <laughs> i don't know why i just thought of this but when after you brought up my use of tricky for some reason i have i had this music video playing in my head eventually of the match or building up to the match where it's you know, obviously Jordan Cross, but the Run DMC, Run DMC song, Tricky. It's tricky. Yep. And I'm like, it's I tricky. have that playing in my head. That's, yeah, that make that is probably going to be the theme of this match. Oh, most definitely. Now, I, I hate saying that any match in particular, I'm like excited of more than any, because there's quite a few on the card that could fit the bill. But knowing both of these competitors the way that I do and having met one of them a handful of times, whew, Warhorse versus Takeshita. Yes, sir. Holy moly. Warhorse coming to rule ass and Takeshita. I mean, even before the new attitude that he has in AEW right now, amazing competitor. This one's, in a way, Maybe somewhat of a contrast of styles, but still one that I feel is going to mix very well. Yeah, so that's one of those things that's interesting because Takeshita can wrestle so many different styles. And our team talked at, long, at length about who is the best fit for Takeshita. We had him with us in January in um, South Bend. He wrestled Zach Wentz in an awesome match. Oh. And we thought, you know, what is, what's the next best challenge for Takeshita and who at Warrior Wrestling can provide the best styles clash or styles fit. And, you know, it's interesting. People often think of Warhorse and they just think of his supersized personality. What they sometimes forget is that Warhorse is an absolute beast in the ring. Oh. Old school wrestler, strong style, clothes lines and elbows and locking up and, and beating the snot out of people. In oh, fact, yeah. we talked about playing in the stadium a little bit earlier. Warhorse is the first guy to do something crazy. He threw Joey Janela 
on his shoulders in the very first Friday Night Lights, and he ran 50 yards and slammed him in the end zone and then <laughs> ran back to the ring. Warhorse is willing to do anything. He's brawling up and down yeah. bleachers, throwing garbage cans, etc. So him and Takeshita, Takeshita is this hard striker. Yes, he's quick. He's not a flyer. He's a striker. And yes. so we thought that Warhorse would be the perfect combination for Takeshita because oh, yeah. it is going to be a hard-hitting, slobber-knocker, break-jaw oh, yeah. wrestling mm. fight. And we oh. thought, there's nothing else on the card like this. This is going to be special, and it's going to be something different. Oh, yeah. No, and you brought up slobber-knocker. That word right there, I, I don't think there's a better word you could use to describe that match right there. That's going to be the very definition of it. Now, yes, next up, we kind of mentioned you guys like to bring in some people that you know, some people you might not know, but you're sure as hell going to get introduced to something special. Now, I am not as familiar with the Bang Bros. I do know of them, but Matt Nix, I've had on the podcast before, and he's bringing in sort of incredible <laughs> Iverson. Now, that name just it provides curiosity for me where it's like you know what i might not know him but he's got me curious just off of the name alone mo i think you did it again with a perfect word choice curiosity and that's what iverson is he is you know like beast man we introduced our audience to beast man before they knew who he was or uh space monkey years mm. ago and other people like that a performer who you, you might hear their name or see their picture and go huh I'm confused or tell oh, yeah. me more. That is our goal. So the Bang Bros are an incredible tag team, maybe oh, the yeah. hottest tag team in the Midwest. They just went on a year-long streak with the Warrior or the excuse me, the freelance wrestling tag team titles. Yes. The Black Label Pro. They've been all around the Midwest, really high-flying, hard striking, fast moving. Yeah. I mean, just just the next tag team, the next up-and-coming tag team. And then Matt Nix, you mentioned, again, another fun character and great wrestler with sort of incredible Iverson who's trained with the freelance school. So you're going to have this top tag team against a veteran presence and this curiosity. And the question is, what is this match going to be like? And that's what we want on everybody's mind as they walk into this stadium on that Friday night is, what is this going to be like? I'm I'm curious to see how this plays out. That's what we're going for. Oh, most definitely. I'm curiosity is definitely the one I have on this match. I remember when I had Matt Nix on the podcast, he told me when we first started out that just the name of the podcast popped him because him being a big Simpsons fan, he got to thinking of most Tavern on the Simpsons. I'm like, there you go. You know what? I, I won't even lie. I knew some people were gonna, <laughs> we're gonna think of that. And Hey, I ain't got no problem with it. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, buddy. Oh, yeah. Now, this next match, I, again, not so familiar with one competitor, but I think a lot of people, especially those that are fans of GCW, will definitely know one competitor, Cole Raddy Daddy Radrick, mm-hmm. going up against and. Correct me if I'm wrong pronouncing the guy's name, Saban Gage. 
That is correct. So Saban Gage is a guy we've had an eye on for a long time. He's a Chicago guy. He's wrestled freelance. He's wrestled Chicago style wrestling. He's wrestled a few other places. He is, has just all the talent in the world. Uh, and he's just been getting better and better and better. Cole, we've had a warrior several times. He's wrestled Casey Navarro. He's wrestled Isaiah Velasquez. There's probably one or two I'm missing as well. He's just a, a great talent uh, out of oh, the Indianapolis yeah. Bloomington area. And so we always look for what's the right match, as we talked about earlier. And size-wise, speed-wise, style-wise, we think these two guys are going to challenge each other mightily. And, and really, they kind of have a similar trajectory right now in the yeah. way that they're both growing really, really quickly. So um, very similar to the match two years ago, Cole Radrick and Casey Navarro, that Casey Navarro won, and it really started catapulting Casey Navarro up the ladder yeah. of your wrestling. It's similar, another another shot like that for Cole Radrick and yeah. a shot for Saban Gage to see if they can make their make their make some waves in yeah. your wrestling. I can definitely see that. I mean, Cole Radrick, he's done some great things with GCW, believe former extreme champion. I'm yep. I haven't caught up so much with a lot of the recent GCW shows, but I knew at one time he was holding that extreme championship and had quite a bit of a run the last I was able to keep up. And Hey, I'm always look, I always love getting introduced to new people and me not being able to travel as much as I might like to some shows getting introduced to, Somebody new like Saving Gage is going to be awesome. And I know you guys have quite the eye for talent at Warrior. So definitely excited. Now, we mentioned Frank the Clown having his grubby hands on a match. Yes. I, this next one, it's, it's going to be interesting because Casey Navarro putting... The Warrior World title, yes, it is a world title. He's defended it internationally. Mm -hmm. Going up against the indie god Matt Cardona, which this one, it's going to be interesting because, you know, Matt Cardona, most everywhere that he's going right now, playing the heel. Now, this one, pretty much anywhere Frank the Clown goes, he's playing the heel, and Casey Navarro, very very heelish right now. So it's going to be interesting. Is uh, Matt Cardona going to be getting kind of the, the face treatment here from the crowd there at Warrior Friday Night Lights? I'll be interested to see. You know, that is an excellent question. It is the question that our team discussed at length as well. You've got two people that are getting booed everywhere they go. So what is an audience to do? Somebody's got to win. Right. You can't root for the meteor to hit the field. Um, so what what happens here? Who do you pull for? And that will be a really interesting experiment with um, with this main event. And it will be the main event of the show for the world championship. Uh, does Matt Cardona walk away with yet another indie title? He's won seven of them this year. Or do Frank and KC find a way to weasel their way out? Is the crowd pulling for Matt to win or do Frank and KC have the affections of the crowd. It's it's going to be really interesting to see how it how it plays out. I'm definitely gonna be interesting to see how this one plays out because hell from when I went to the show in St. Louis, I mean Frank the Clown weaseling his way out of different situations from 
before the fan fest even started, people were recording Athena coming in and he ran off. And then, yeah, no, I can see him weaseling his way out of something here. Although those that uh, have watched Warrior might remember a certain situation happening with Frank the Clown when it, I believe it was one of the stadium series of Friday Night Light shows where he ended up getting uh, kind of unceremoniously tossed off of the bleachers. Frank the Clown was on the receiving end of the Joey Janela Swanton you mentioned earlier, and he was also on the receiving Ooh. end of Lance Archer dumping him off the back of a 30-foot set of bleachers. So the stadium series or the Friday Night Lights shows have not been kind to Frank the Clown. So what could possibly happen to him this time around? That is a great question. Remember, yeah. too, Frank also entered once in a helicopter. He showed up. Remember that. Helicopter landed in the end zone of the football field, and Frank walked into the show. So this is this set of shows has really been Frank the Clown's uh, playground, so to speak, or his uh, nearly his tombstone. So it, it'll be interesting to see what element Frank plays. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to be interesting. And like you said, it. He's had a little bit of a tricky situation with uh, his luck. I know we talked about the good luck that uh, Jordan Cross has been having, but Frank the Clown, eh, having the opposite when it comes to these Friday Night Light shows. So uh, here's hoping on my end, uh, Matt Cardona kind of continues that little streak going there. I remember a while ago I posted on Instagram this uh, TikTok I did where I was like, the end, this is what I say when Frank the Clown says anything. And it's that, that scene from, I want to say Billy Madison, where the, the guy in the quiz bowl is saying like, this is the stupidest answer I have <laughs> ever heard. You are awarded no points and may God have mercy on your soul. I remember that exact scene. Yep, and he actually commented on that Instagram post. He was like, I hate you. And I just commented a bunch of laughing emojis. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh, most definitely. And before we go, this show is actually, the Friday Night Light show, is actually sponsored by Manscaped, which correct definitely interesting because I know I've heard of the Manscaped uh, commercials on different podcasts and stuff, and I always, I always think that somebody has missed on the tagline when doing a sponsor read. Don't treat your junk like junk, Manscaped today. <laughs> Well, I, I have to go through what they get. So they gave us a variety of different sponsor reads for the announcers. Mm. I'll have to go through and see if that's something that they allude to on there. Um, but they, they gave us some other funny verbiage as well. I know that. Oh, I always love those funny ones. It's it, I don't know, something about somebody joking about somebody's uh, downstairs. It just gets <laughs> me every time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. It's a great company. It's a, They have a really tongue-in-cheek, fun marketing department as well, which, um, like you said, you know, that's 
when a product can be a good product, but not take itself seriously and it's advertising that's the best of all worlds. And they're, oh, they've yeah. been really great to work with on that. That, that, that is awesome. I look forward to many more shows sponsored by Manscaped. I know it's been, been a little bit since we've had a warrior show. So I'm looking forward to, you know, Friday night lights. We've gone over the card solid card another show filled with amazing talent i know excuse me you mentioned you were on a bit of a time crunch so i don't want to keep you much longer thank you again for doing another episode of the podcast i look forward to definitely doing our usual for the next one and now hopefully get my ass back out there to another warrior show here soon Yes, sir. Hopefully we can get ourselves closer to you like we did when we were in St. Louis. I don't have any news on that front yet, but but I'm hoping down the line we'll be able to make our way further west. I want to say thank you to you for having me. It's always great to talk to you, my friend. Always great to see you. I'm glad you're doing well. And uh, to all your listeners and viewers, check us out. Uh, this show is going to air free on YouTube. So if you're not in the Chicago area and can't get a ticket to be there with us on the football field, check us out on the Warrior Wrestling YouTube. Uh, watch it for free. And um, yeah, until next time. Good to see you, my friend. Definitely. And I don't normally on the episode mention when an episode is going to be released, but to make sure this episode has plenty of time to sit in for this Friday Night Lights episode, it will be out a week from tonight. Got it. All righty. Well, like I said, thank you for taking the time to talk to me again. Always a pleasure. And I look forward to this, this amazing card. Thank you so much, Mo. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Big Mo here. Wanting to thank Reaper Apparel for having Drinking at Mo's be a brand ambassador. They encourage everybody to break out of their comfort zone, live their best self, which, hey, that's what got me started in the podcast. They have great apparel, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, beanies, you name it, they got it. The link will be in the description. Be sure to use the code Drinking at Moe's to get 10% off your order. Let's fucking go. This is Steve Tortorello, promoter of Warrior Wrestling, and you are drinking with Moe.